This is The World in 10 for Wednesday the 21st of December. I'm Bev Rimmer. And I'm Sonal Patel. President Zelensky makes his first foreign visit since the outbreak of war 10 months ago. He's expected to have a summit with Joe Biden at the White House and then address a joint session of Congress later on. The Taliban ban women from universities in Afghanistan. It's clearly another broken promise from the Taliban. It's another very troubling move and it's difficult to imagine how a country can develop without the active participation of women and the education of women. Volodymyr Zelensky has left Ukraine for the first time since Russia's invasion of his country earlier this year. He's en route to the United States where he will meet with President Biden in Washington. President Zelensky has tweeted to say that the visit will centre on strengthening resilience and defence capabilities of Ukraine. His agenda includes a speech to Congress, plus meetings with Democrats and Republicans. Alastair Dorber is the Washington correspondent for the Times of London and the Sunday Times. He has more detail for us. There's been rumour and speculation reports the US is about to approve a deal to provide Ukraine with Patriot missile system, which the Ukrainian military says would be a game changer in the field. Uh, these missiles have a much longer range than some of the defensive missiles that the Ukrainians have at the, at the present. And why has he chosen this moment? now to make the trip. Alistair Dorber. The impression I think he gives is that he likes to be seen to be uh, on the front line. He's on the front line in the Donetsk region, but I think he feels now that, you know, he's, he's in a strong enough position where he, he can leave uh, he can leave Ukraine. Lots of foreign leaders have been to Kyiv to visit um, to visit him, obviously. But I think he probably now feels it's time for, that he can he can go and spread his message on the world stage himself. As the war began, the US offered sanctuary to President Zelensky, who insisted no, he needed to remain where he was, where the fight was. The US has given more than twenty billion dollars worth of aid and military equipment to Ukraine in that time. A few final thoughts now from William Courtney, the former U.S. ambassador to Kazakhstan and Georgia. This is a golden opportunity for Ukraine to make its case more openly to the international community and especially to the West, which is providing most of the support. So it should be an electric occasion. There's been yet another Taliban crackdown on women's rights in Afghanistan. I regret to begin my remarks with the very unfortunate news about the Taliban's directive Nazir Ahmed Faik, Afghanistan's charge d'affaires, addressing the UN Security Council. As if the situation wasn't dire enough, this announcement now marks a new law in violation of most fundamental and universal human rights. Female students have been banned from the country's universities with immediate effect. As life seemingly goes on as normal in Afghanistan, women's rights are increasingly being taken away. It completely made me believe that there's not any hope left for us women and girls in Afghanistan anymore. There's no future for us. Thousands of girls and women only sat their university entrance exams three months ago. Girls have already been banned from middle and high schools and women are no longer allowed to work. Mariam Wadak's a women's rights activist. What's happening is not an Islamic action. They're trying to turn it into a cultural norm. Britain and the United States have condemned the decision. They say it's a contravention of the Taliban's own commitments and another egregious attack on women's rights. The Taliban have permanently sentenced Afghan women to a darker and more barren future without opportunity. Ned Price at a U.S. State Department news briefing. Education is an internationally recognized human right. 
and it is essential to Afghanistan's economic growth and its stability. Women's rights have been gradually eroded since the Taliban takeover last year. Coming up, the race to find a new chief twit, and the last Nazi trial concludes 75 years on. As they say, if you're not going to like the answer, it's probably for the best that you don't ask the question. Well, Elon Musk asked, and he certainly got an answer. Just weeks after taking over as CEO of Twitter, he asked the Twitterverse, should I step down, promising that he would stick to the outcome, whatever it was. 57.5% said, yes, your time is up, you're too controversial, and you're ruining the platform. He's sticking to his word and has updated Twitter to say he'll be leaving as soon as he can find, in his own words, someone foolish enough to take the job. Musk's time at the helm of Twitter has been colourful, if not necessarily productive. Ross Gerber is the co-founder and CEO of investment firm Gerber Kawasaki and knows Musk through his dealings with both Twitter and Tesla. He's been speaking to Times Radio about this whole bizarre scenario. For the first time and since he took over Twitter, he's starting to pay attention to people like me and, and Tesla shareholders and the media and, and what's happening to him. So I think maybe we finally got through to him that this is not going well. Most of the problem is him trying to arbitrate decisions that are very difficult, that are out of his wheelhouse, like journalists getting banned, for example. You really can't be a free speech absolutist unless it comes to public information about where my plane is flying. Nobody wants him at Twitter and everybody wants him back at Tesla. It seems like a no-brainer. So this is a blip. And at the time, they feel super painful. Elon kind of likes pain. And this in a way brings out the best in Elon. It's kind of weird. That's just the way he is. Three quarters of a century after the Second World War ended in what will no doubt be the last Nazi trial, a 97-year-old German woman has been found guilty of complicity in the murder of thousands of people. Ermgard Ferkner was a secretary at the Commandant's office at the Stutthof concentration camp when she was a teenager. That meant she was tried in the juvenile court and got a juvenile sentence, two years suspended. Oliver Moody is the Times Berlin correspondent. She handled things like the lists for execution and for deportation to the Auschwitz death camp. And so the judge ruled that um, there was absolutely no way she could have been there and not known what was going on around her. The judges found Ferkner complicit in the murder of more than 10,500 people. She claimed she didn't know what was happening, but those who survived the camp said otherwise. Karen Pollux from the Holocaust Educational Trust. I think for the survivors, the reason why these trials are so important is that these things happened. This is the truth. And a seismic event in history needs to be known about. And by having these trials, for the survivors, their testimony, it being heard, understood and verified is really crucial. With those behind the death camps and those who survived them fewer in number every year, this trial is even more important as a last reminder of the horrors of the past. Now to explain why Argentina's World Cup winners had to swap an open-top bus for a helicopter ride in Buenos Aires, here's John Jackson. Tuesday was a national holiday in Argentina, as the country's FIFA World Cup heroes returned home to Buenos Aires to show off the trophy. Millions of people flooded onto the streets of the capital to celebrate, causing the open-top bus parade to be abandoned in favour of a celebration in the sky. With social media footage showing some fans trying to jump onto the team's bus when it passed under a bridge, 
The scheduled eight-hour journey was cut short due to security fears. The players were then transferred from their bus and into helicopters to complete the parade. Earlier in the day, thousands of fans were waiting with banners, flags and flares as the team flew in from Qatar at 3am local time. Some supporters were seen howling with joy after Lionel Messi and his teammates ended the country's 36-year wait to win the trophy. She's about to star in something huge. I Wanna Dance with Somebody, portraying the life of the legendary and much-missed Whitney Houston, and in the coveted leading role is British actress Naomi Aki, who you might remember from Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. She said it took months and months of preparation to embody the role of one of the all-time greatest R&B singers. It was definitely like, I don't want to take on any work, I just want to focus on this. I mean, the goal is, is that you practice so much that it's just in your body. The biopic I Want to Dance with Somebody, celebrating the rise to fame of the late, great Whitney Houston, is out on Friday. And finally, it's a meal that was eaten around 120 million years ago that's got scientists excited now. It's a long-dead dinosaur fossil that looks more like roadkill, but paleontologists from the UK believe they may have uncovered the first known incident of a mammal being eaten by a dino. As has happened before, the fossil was gathering dust on a museum shelf when someone spotted something amazing. So yes, lying there minding its own business, a squashed collection of small bones of a dinosaur the size of a crow, when somebody spotted something underneath its ribs, a tiny but very distinct foot. This dinosaur died with a mouse-sized animal in its stomach. Scientists have known for a long time that mammals and the gigantic reptiles coexisted, but they say here is the first direct evidence. And on that prehistoric note, that's your World in 10 for Wednesday, the 21st of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.